You're listening to the OlgeenScene.com podcast. The OlgeenScene.com podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the easiest way to get your stuff online. Merry Merry Christmas Christmas and and happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Today on the OlgeenScene.com podcast, we're going to talk about Christmas movies. So stay tuned. All right. Now, Christmas movies bring up strong feelings. Some you love, others you hate. And then there's the one that everyone seems that they love, but you hate it. So today we're going to have a lively discussion about some standout Christmas flicks. (laughs) Now, what are your thoughts on Christmas flicks in terms of sentimentality and the feeling of them in general? Well, I think Christmas movies always sort of live in the realm of nostalgia and nostalgic feelings. Everybody kind of has the one with their family that they identify the most with. And uh, for me, I mean, to me, the Christmas movies are the holiday. I mean, (laughs) because it doesn't matter what's going on in the world or in life. You could just go back and watch those Christmas movies and boom, Christmas. Yeah, I think that we both grew up in a very TV-centric household (laughs) and that our parents would put on Christmas movies in the background while we were decorating the tree or baking cookies. And just seeing those movies on again year after year just kind of brings back all of those wonderful feelings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, Do they have to be fun and sentimental or can they be movies like Die Hard and some of the action or animation or, well, I guess animation is always kind (laughs) of sentimental, but you know what I mean? Uh, Some of the, not necessarily Christmas, but Christmas takes place in the background or as part of a plot point. I think because a lot of... um Networks uh, like ABC have decided to put out things like 25 Days of Christmas and show Toy Story and show other, you know, movies, maybe Gremlins or things that have taken place in the Christmas world. They've kind of become a Christmas movie all of their own now. But I wouldn't have considered Die Hard or any of that (laughs) a Christmas movie up until maybe five years ago. (laughs) Well, it all takes place at a Christmas party, still not. Still no, no, because it's no, because there's no gift giving. There's no goodwill. There's no like wonderful family moments that people share. No, I don't think so. Mm, Okay. All right. Well, what makes a Christmas film a Christmas film? Um... I mean, again, I think for me, just um, something that they show during the holidays that just kind of gives you the warm fuzzies and makes you think about your uh, your family or your friends or the spirit of giving, um, for me, really strikes a chord and uh, is considered a Christmas movie in my mind. It's a sort of heartwarming. Um, maybe it's from a few years ago. And OK, so I, I get what you're saying. So it doesn't have to be Hallmark Channel. Mm-hmm. Oh, please. Yeah. <laughs> but there has to be some gift giving, goodwill, uh, maybe some old timey Christmas tunes in there. I get you. I get Throw you. Santa in the mix, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. All right. So our main topic of discussion is the Christmas movie. So when we come back, we're going to go through a list and and give our thoughts to see if uh, your opinions are the same or if you differ or if our opinions of the same movies are the same or differ. Because we have watched the same Christmas movies together for the past 17 years. It's been a while. And yet sometimes we, I don't know, opinions change. So we'll see. 
Can't wait. All right. And we are back. All right, Crystal. What is your favorite Christmas movie of all time? Oh, my gosh. There's so many wonderful Christmas movies out. When I was a kid, I probably would have told you Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer or something <laughs> silly, which I don't know, the claymation I'm kind of over. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point in time, I would say my all-time favorite Christmas movie has to be National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yes, <laughs> yes. This one's usually my favorite. <laughs> No, we brought this DVD over to my parents' house to watch on Christmas on more than one occasion, I think. (laughs) Probably very sick of it. But um, I just love it. I just think it's hilarious and funny and just along the same stylings as Airplane and Mm -hmm. um, what are are all those National Lampoon's? uh, There's a Vegas vacation, European vacation, just regular vacation. Yeah. So Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase has to be my all-time favorite Christmas movie. What do you like about it? Um, I like just the the... I guess the, I don't want to use the word dysfunctional family, but just everybody, the, you know, the, all the the grandparents show up and they bring all their quirks along with them. And because the whole thing is about, you know, family driving you slowly insane on the holidays. For sure, yeah. <laughs> and it's like. And way overstaying their welcome. Right. And just like they were, um, you know, they were examining if vacations themselves were overrated in the first one. This one is examining like all the crazy things you do for Christmas with your family, even though sometimes they don't always appreciate it or, <laughs> or it's chaotic or um, the two parts that, you know, stand out for me in those terms Um or when Beverly D'Angelo's mom is saying, are you smoking again? <laughs> As she's like freaking out. Uh-huh. And, uh, and Aunt Bethany. I just love Aunt Bethany and the, <laughs> the her husband. They're, they're the best. The guy with the toupee. Yes, yes. Uncle something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should I say Grace? Did I say Grace? And, you know, everybody's favorite is Cousin Eddie. I yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Cousin Eddie is played by um, Played okay. by Randy Quaid Randy Sorry. Quaid, there we go <laughs> <laughs> Took a second uh, He's just the Inappropriate hick uh, Family member uh, Married into the family member That comes over and is completely inappropriate <laughs> All times And says things like, hey the shitter's full He's <laughs> 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 smoking a cigar <laughs> <laughs> uh, do we have any trivia on National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? Mm-hmm. Let's see what we got. All right. After failing to get the Christmas lights to work one last time, Clark Griswold takes his frustration out on the plastic decorations in the front yard. So Chevy Chase actually broke his pinky finger while he was punching out Santa Claus. <laughs> he resorts to kicking it and clubbing the decorations after that. The film kept rolling and that take was used. So he now that I know that, uh-huh. that's hilarious. So I think he I think I remember him hurting his hand. So he's not he's not kidding. Huh? I can't wait to watch it again just to see that part. Yes. According to Randy Quaid, many of Cousin Eddie's characteristics, most notably the clicking of the tongue, (laughs) were based off a guy that Randy Quaid knew from when they grew up in Texas years ago who had similar traits. Now, Cousin Eddie's traits, I I reference all the time. I've pretty much worked them into my vernacular and mannerisms. The... 
real nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I oh, cousin Eddie, uh, what uh, he, he stole in your heart? He bothered you for a while. I remember. I think so. Something about the doofus hat. <laughs> oh, the doofus hat, and the fact that he's just super gross. Huh? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. but also hilarious. So that makes it my number one uh, favorite. Right, Christmas well, movie. what's your favorite scene? Uh, squirrel. Squirrel. So they cut down a tree in the woods and they bring it into the house and they've decorated it and they've got a nice uh, family meal and everything situated. And then they realize that there is a squirrel still living in the Christmas tree, which is in the living room. <laughs> it's finally the, the moment of peace. I think grandpa's reading the night before Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just breaks out into utter chaos because the dog that Randy Quaid has brought over tries to attack the squirrel, which knocks down the entire Christmas dinner. Uh, some a grandma passes out. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I think Chevy Chase wants to club it. I <laughs> know uh, he wants to um, throw his coat over it uh-huh. and then smack it with a hammer. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so now we have to watch that movie. I really mm-hmm. want to see it. <laughs> Yeah, and, and like the real one, not the um, ABC Family or Freeform or whatever. Oh, you need the full version. The full version. Yeah, yeah, that's really important. Okay, your turn. What's your very favorite Christmas movie of all time? All right. Well, that does vary from year to year. But this year, it is 1988's Scrooged with Bill Murray. Oh, sweet. And this movie is sort of um, a modern take on uh, The Christmas Carol, the Charles Dickens story. Only instead of Scrooge being a miserly lender, he is a over-the-top TV producer, dare I say Trumpy, kind of obnoxious, just loud, brash. I believe his last name is Cross, and uh, in his uh, building it says Cross, a thing. Yeah, I mean, he's he's definitely a, a conglomeration of a lot of people from that time. Uh, it says Cross, something that people are nailed to. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> and the beginning of it has one of the raddest action sequences of all time and Santa's workshop and it couldn't possibly look any more Christmassy look like a one of those great 80s toy commercials totally. from Christmas at the time mm-hmm. and then all these terrorists come up and they're shooting and then Lee Majors comes in and saves the day and, and then you realize it's all a film or a movie <laughs> that they're shooting <laughs> and uh, I think you get right into that at, um, Frank Cross's commercials for All this movie centers around the fact that they're doing a live production of Scrooge on his network. Mm -hmm. With Buddy Hackett. With Buddy Hackett and um, the gymnast gal. um, Mary Lou Retton. There you go. (laughs) She's Tiny Tim. (laughs) That's Tiny Tim. (laughs) (laughs) So the people in this office are showing him their idea of what the commercial for this should be. And it's what you'd expect from any TV commercial at the time. It's showing the stars and it has a little clip and it's nice and then he has a freak out and he's like no it's got to be this 
And it's this horrible hodgepodge of like things in the news, carjackings, nuclear bombs, <laughs> drugs. I mean, it's just horrible. He wants it over the top advertising <laughs> as if it's a horror film as opposed to a no, Christmas special. It's supposed to make you feel like if you miss it, you'll die. <laughs> Yeah, but it's supposed to be for families. So really, you know, he was wrong in trying to advertise it or push it that way. Mm -hmm. And the the different ghosts that make appearances, uh, they add a lot to it, I think. Uh, They're just like horror movie type ghosts. Um, Here's some trivia about it. Uh, There's a scene where he's starting to wait for the appearance of the first ghost and he's having a a fancy dinner with his boss. And instead of just seeing a waiter going about his business with a baked Alaska, for some reason he's by he, I mean, Bill Murray, he's seeing a waiter light on fire and they do the whole flame suit thing, (laughs) but he's the only one that could see this. (laughs) He's flaming around. And so finally he, he splashes water on the guy thinking he's putting him out, but he's not. And so when everybody looks at him and and like, what the hell did you do that for? He says, I'm sorry. I thought you were Richard Pryor. And I always wondered what that was about. And it's, this is a reference to an event in Richard Pryor's life when he was high on cocaine and the comedian then poured alcohol all over his body and then set himself on fire and ran down a busy L.A. street. Whoa. <laughs> so that must have been something that happened during 1987 80, or something whatever. that yeah. would have been relevant to that time and place. I was wondering, just wondered what that was about. Interesting. Um, and then, of course, the ghost of Christmas present. She basically roughs him up quite a bit. She's the worst. Uh, She gets real close to Bill Murray. And at one point she grabs his lip. And apparently during the filming, she grabbed him a little too hard. And so there's a piece of skin that connects your lip with your gums. Mm -hmm. And it was seriously pulled away from Bill Murray's Oh, oh. Uh, oh, my God. It hurt him so bad. It actually uh, temporarily ceased filming um, for Bill Murray to heal. Oh, he must have been thrilled and just Ooh. so happy with that. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was also the last appearance by the Solid Gold Dancers. Woo. <laughs> For a couple of you uh, oldies and moldies, the you remember the Solid Gold Dancers? Uh, I think they came along with with the Dick Clark show. Dick Clark had a music show. I think they came out. I don't know. Well, maybe some of you remember, but um, it was basically like um, a pre-Fly Girls situation. <laughs> they did a or lot like of like the Rockettes. No, Rockettes were more kicky and traditional. They did. Um, like Paula Abdul type dances. Okay. <laughs> and it was on a real popular show for like sort of um, a They wider... sound familiar. I just don't know. I can't place them. It was in. like a white soul train show, I think. Mm-hmm. So and this was their last actual performance. So this, yeah, this was their last sort of performance as a, as a group. I don't even know if they're billed as the solid gold dance. Yeah, they are. They are in the commercial. Um. And apparently when they're checking out the costume um, and you can see a little bit of nipple mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and they're trying to scold Bill Murray and, and see what he thinks of it. The guy who says he can barely see them nipples. He improvised that line. Oh, that I, was a great line. Which I thought was. 
<laughs> but it's a Christmas movie. You yeah. can't show that here. Well, you you, you gotta have you gotta have all. Gotta have the sex appeal. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for uh, enjoying listening to our. Uh, Top favorite Christmas movies. These are, these are our top favorites. So we're going to go through a list of a, of a couple more and see if they're good or if they are lousy. Lousy. <laughs> <laughs> and this, this is probably where it'll get controversial because some of these are like, I've heard people say, it's my favorite. And so, um, you know, I see him getting grief on the Internet and stuff. So when we come back, we will go through a few more Christmas movies and determine if they're good or, or lousy. lousy. For more episodes of the Olgeen Scene podcast, check us out on iTunes. And we're back. So we have a list of Christmas movies here, and we're just going to go down the list and uh, state our opinion on each one and decide whether it's good, good or, or lousy. lousy. <laughs> so here, here we, we go. go. Yeah. Top of our list, we have 1954's White Christmas. Mm, what do you think? I hadn't seen this movie as a child either, but once I saw it, I absolutely fell in love with it. This is a this is one of those Christmas classics that I think people have those sentimental feelings about. Good. Yeah, yeah, I'll give it a good as well. Uh, I think it starts off a little bit slow, mm-hmm. but man, does it get uh, get cooking? Does it get? <sighs> Going. <laughs> You've got Bing Crosby and um, the Rosemary big, Clooney. The big number. The big <laughs> dance numbers, the showy productions, well, the costumes. Well, what big number? They're all big and numbers. It's like old Hollywood just come to life on screen. This must have been just such a huge production back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm going with good. Awesome. Same here. All right. Next up. Bad Santa from 2003. Well, I think this movie is hilarious. Uh, I don't think we watched Bad Santa 2, but no. I know that that's out. We should see it. Um, this movie's with Billy Bob Thornton and Bernie Mac and uh, John Ritter, I believe. Yes, uh, I think John Ritter's last on-screen appearance. Very sad. God rest his soul. Yeah, amen. Mm. <laughs> I just did the sign with a crest for him. This, yes, you did. <laughs> this is not a movie for children. Um, <laughs> luckily, this came out when we were adults, and uh, we grew to love it because of the Jackass crew. Oh, we were, and... we were like in college. We were right in the sweet spot. We were yeah. like 22 for this mm-hmm. movie. Oh, it was it was hilarious. <laughs> Over the top, uh, horrible drunken shenanigans take place. And um, I think it's a good movie, but I think for children, it would rate as lousy. Don't let your kids see this movie like ever. It's like traumatizing. <laughs> um, uh, during our, in our trivia here, uh, I have listed that Billy Bob Thornton said that he was genuinely intoxicated a lot during oh the Oh my film. God, I believe it. <laughs> Um, they've also analyzed how many swear words were used, and apparently the <laughs> F word was used a total of 159 times. Holy cow! <laughs> um, <clears throat> and with all the other ones uh, giving a total uh, of 300 profanities. My God. So don't see this one unrated if you're into watching it. Otherwise, you're going to have 
silly words or cut, <laughs> cut-offs or whatever. Yeah. Well, well, how do you even... How do you hide 300 profanities? Yeah. How, how would you even show this movie on network? I'm not <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's a lot of time saying fudge. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> All right. Third on our list, it looks like we have 1992's... Batman Returns. Batman Returns. How is Batman a Christmas movie? Remind it, me. Oh, uh, it takes place during Christmas. Uh, I think it's um, there. Well, there's an election involved, so you would think that's November, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's very firmly in Christmas time in this movie. There's a big Christmas tree lighting ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, there's all kinds of references to Christmas in this movie. I guess it's been a while since I've seen this film. It's pretty, uh, it's, what I'm upset is that the look of it changed from the first Batman, whereas everything was kind of gothic and big and Art Deco looking. In this movie, it's like more, oh, I don't know, like those, uh, that German movie with the robot lady, Werner Herzog. I don't know. This is the Michael Keaton one? Yes, Michael Keaton uh, returns as Batman, and Michelle Pfeiffer is the Catwoman. Oh, Catwoman. Oh, okay. I remember seeing that. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So, what do you think? Great or lousy? I'm going to give it a lousy <laughs> for a Christmas movie. Come mm, on. Okay. Oh, that's, I, I, I really like that one. Okay. Next up, we have 1984's Gremlins. Yay. I want you to say whether you thought it was good or lousy. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) I figured. Um, You know, I don't feel like this is much of a Christmas movie either, but... Wow, really? I don't know. I mean... It's kind of a Halloween movie. Gremlins. <laughs> yeah, but there's the the famous um, Phoebe Kate Santa Claus story. <gasps> That's right. That's pretty traumatic, actually. <laughs> That's what, uh, For those of you who don't know, the story was that uh, her father ended up dressing as Santa Claus, going down the chimney for Christmas Eve, and he never came home until they smelled a smell, <laughs> I think, a week later and pulled him out of the chimney. Yeah. And so that's like, the whole mis- movie's a mystery of why she hates Christmas. Ah, oh, that's right. And it's like his favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Before all the gremlins come come into town. Now, gremlins were popular for a long time. They're one of those like iconic 80s things. Myths and legends? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure why they end up getting lumped in in Halloween, but you've got a point there. Uh, I think the most maybe TV airings of it have been in Halloween. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But it's, uh, it's very set in Christmas. Um, interesting thing I found out is that... It was almost shot entirely on the Universal lot, which in the movie, it looks like such a East Coast little town. They really did a good job of, um, I guess, set hiding, <laughs> making it not look like Back to the Future lot. Awesome. Well, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. All right. We're moving on. Mm-hmm. All right. Our next movie on the list here, 2003's Elf with Will Ferrell. Mm. I'll go lousy. I think this is one of the most overrated of the Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. I like Will Ferrell. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like um, um, 
douche. Uh, What's her last Zoe name? Zoe Deschanel. Deschanel. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> wow, we sound Sorry like... Sorry for them. <laughs> we sound like an old couple. <laughs> like old, like... <laughs> hey, that's the name of that famous actress? The Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, I feel like they just made this movie to make a Christmas movie that would make money and be popular and be shown during the holidays every year. I don't know. Is it the fact that ABC Family or Freeform or whatever they're calling themselves these days keeps showing it ad nauseum? I think so. It's a, it's a little... I don't know. It's a little much. I didn't realize it came out all the way back in 2003. It feels like almost yesterday. Yeah, it's almost uh, getting to the point where it's a, a it's another classic Christmas movie. <laughs> I guess so. You know, and maybe in 10 years we'll be saying, oh, Elf, what a great classic Christmas movie. Uh, I think it's been enough time now. That <laughs> it's so not growing still, up. Yeah. All right. So we're both going to say Although, lousy. lousy. But I have to say, uh, of all the modern Christmas movies, it's probably the best. There hasn't been really any standout Christmas movies recently. As of late. Yeah, you're right. At least none like... Um, How about Krampus? <laughs> <laughs> no, that movie's scary as hell. <laughs> Don't ever watch that either. Uh, interesting trivia Your about family. Elf. Mm -hmm. uh, in the beginning where he's going through New York City, um, they just sort of did a guerrilla filming on that where he just got in costume and they literally just uh, walked up to people and gave him 20 bucks to be in the scene or whatever oh, cool. as he walks by. And uh, when he went through the Lincoln Tunnel, he actually caused some traffic accidents <laughs> <laughs> because, like, nobody walks in there. And he's all, like, he's, like, over six feet tall uh -huh. with that hat and everything. <laughs> and green tights. And then you realize it's him. Yeah, you could imagine. Oh, another cool thing is, um, remember when he eats all the cotton balls? They're yes. They're actually cotton candy that had not been dyed. Oh, Excellent. Okay. Yeah, I was wondering that how that That doesn't sound so bad. I thought he just chewed the cotton balls until they said cut, and then he had to spit them out. Guess mm -hmm. <laughs> he All ate right. them. Moving along. <laughs> All right. Next on our list here, 1964's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Well, you first. <laughs> I think this was probably one of my all-time favorite Christmas movies when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. um, you know, this and Frosty the Snowman and other, you know, claymation-type uh, films. I didn't realize how old it was. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's back in the it's back in the day. Um, I have to say, I have a special place in my heart for uh, a, a I can't even say it abominable <laughs> Ab snowman abdominal. You want to say abdominal? <laughs> that snowman is ripped. Yeah, dude, check it out. He's shredded. <laughs> We crack ourselves up. Yeah, well. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. Based on today's standards, I'd say it was lousy. But based on back in the day, I'd say it was good. So, I, I guess for 2017 rating, I'm going to give it a lousy. Oh, no. Yeah. I, I'm going with still good. good. Because maybe we're... Maybe the, the plot's a little Candyland, a little, little simple for us now. But mm -hmm. to me, the songs and stuff, it is Christmas. Like, yeah. maybe you don't need to see every joke. But if you just want the straight up Christmassy vibe, just have that on the background and hot cocoa. And that is Christmassy to me. And 
And the Island of Misfit Toys. I okay, love. yeah. Who wants a Charlie in the box? Oh, I kind of don't like that character. <laughs> it's not my favorite. All the Misfit Toys are, are rad. I don't know why the water gun that shoots jelly. To me, it just seems like you just, just put water in it instead of jelly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it was creative for back in the day, I suppose. <laughs> I think we're going to take a little break and then we'll... Come back with some more cool movies. All right. All right. And we're back with the oldgamescene.com podcast. Next up on our Christmas movie list, we have 1983's A Christmas Story. (laughs) (laughs) You can tell by the sound of my voice. I hate this movie uh, oh sorry i give this one a giant lousy uh, See, this one is a lot of people's favorites oh but there's so much to hate about it <laughs> ho 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 oh. i don't know why this came out when i was a child and i should have probably loved it but it was filmed as if it was older and i feel like i thought it was an older movie i think it had yeah. no relatable characters as a girl growing up um it was a boy who wanted a stupid gun for christmas that's true i had no i had no mm-hmm. connection there i didn't mom's just sort of checked out <laughs> dad's like a big rude obnoxious mm-hmm. a hole i don't know i just there's so much about this movie that I hate. <laughs> what's okay? What's the what's the most hateable? Uh, how whiny the kids are. <laughs> um, the kid who puts his tongue against the light pole outside and is like, <laughs> and then when Ralphie gets hit, actually shot in the eye by the stupid gun, he comes in and starts screaming at his mom and goes, oh, "No, he's too cool at me." <laughs> Um, oh, and the little the his little brother who gets wrapped up in the scarf and and stuff, and he's like, I can't move my arms. <laughs> oh, it's just so whiny and terrible. I'm sorry, I cannot stand this movie, and I think you've made me watch it way too many times because I shouldn't know this much about it. <laughs> yes, well, the deal is, uh, for some reason, on Christmas Day. All Christmas programming vanishes everywhere except for TNT, which only shows this movie. (laughs) And we have to effing watch it every year. Over and over and over again on Christmas. So maybe you're loading all (laughs) the bad feelings of Christmas, watching this over and over and over. Now, what I thought was interesting is Mm -hmm. the director of this was also the director of 1981's Porky's. Oh, my. (laughs) Very raunchy. Very. Yeah. I don't know. That's a turnaround there. I don't I don't even see how the, the. could be directed by the, the leg lamp. <laughs> That's <laughs> another thing. I hate the leg lamp. Oh, you. Oh, oh I hate it with a passion. <laughs> What's wrong? More with, than mom hates it. Probably. What's wrong with the leg lamp? It's so gross and inappropriate. If it, that was like the fifties, that would be just forties. Worse. The forties. <laughs> oh my goodness. Poor woman. <laughs> the fishnets. Oh. <laughs> I would have broken it too. Mm. Sorry, y'all. If y'all like the. Christmas story. Well, I like it just because it's just a nice, simple story. It's Christmassy. I like old timey stuff. Um, although I will admit the the way it's shot, it's weird, and I, I wish it was more co- more or less colorful. Mm-hmm. If it was either just black and white or like full on Technicolor, because that weird seventies gritty drama look is terrible. 
So do you give this movie? Um, I still give it a good. Ugh, all right. <laughs> Lousy. And I hope you're ready on Christmas to see it lots of times. Mm, I'll be listening to my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to give a quick shout out to one of my favorites, mm-hmm. and it's one I made you watch. Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. I believe it's <laughs> from the 1950s, although I'm not quite exactly sure. <laughs> no, we weren't introduced to this movie because of the original. We saw it because of Mystery Science Theater. Oh, yes. Well, I had seen it a few times when I was a kid. Oh, okay. <laughs> <But> <laughs> the first time I saw it was with Mystery Science Theater. Sure. Yeah, and they do they do some really great jokes about drunken Santa or, mm-hmm. or seemingly drunken Santa. Uh, but we watched it without the Mystery Science treatment, and I still liked it. It's still a fun Christmas movie. It's about as low budget as they come. There's a robot that's... Like made of cardboard boxes. <laughs> but for pure 70s sci-fi camp, check it out. It's a good one. It's funny. Yeah. No, I'm fine with it. I, I don't know that I don't give it a good because Mystery Science Theater, in case you guys don't know, is mocking really terrible movies. Yes. So it's but it's terrible. But it's still campy fun. Movie. <laughs> All right. Next up on our list, we have 1990s Home, Home Alone. Alone. And this is this is probably everyone's condensed, homogenized favorite. Yeah. Uh, I think they, I read that in Romania, it's like Christmas tradition as well. I don't know why Romania. I, it <laughs> seems like that would be in a lot of places, but in particular, Romania. Okay. Well, I'm sure that it's also loved here in the United States. And uh, Home Alone is just one of those classics that uh, takes place during Christmas time when Macaulay Culkin's family leaves him and travels to Paris without him, leaving him home alone. Yep. And it should just be a simple... As that, but when they mix in Joe Pesci into this really nice Christmas movie, it just, I don't know, it just adds that extra little zap, the, that and the music. And also I feel like they used red and green very purposefully, like from oh, yeah. the, the wallpaper. To, I feel like every single scene has red and green in it. It's very constructed around the holidays, regardless of if he's walking through a store in his own bedroom. And that's a, that's a real little town. Um Oh, they, cute. Yeah, it appears in other John Hughes movies, apparently. What what state? Uh, it's north of Chicago. Oh, okay. Illinois. Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> uh, there was also a bit of trivia that um, Elvis Presley makes an appearance, a cameo. <laughs> if you're... Um, of the type that believes that. But he was that, dead. If then. you're the type that believes that Elvis didn't die, mm-hmm. apparently he makes a cameo in this movie. Um, it's a scene where Mrs. McAllister is shouting at the desk clerk just before she meets John Candy. And, oh, in the airport. Yeah, and there's Elvis somewhere in there. Oh, that's right. John Candy's in that movie. Mm-hmm. He's fantastic. We just recently watched uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Yeah, we mentioned that last time, and it's a really good one. I could tell it's the uh, basis for a lot of buddy-type movies that came out after that. Uncle Buck and... Oh, you just mean like Tommy Boy? Tommy Boy. Well, any one of the buddy road trip movies, mm-hmm. it seems like it probably starts from there. Oh, love it. All right. 
Ooh, we've got one more on our list. Mm-hmm. And this is probably my number two favorite uh, movie. It is 1992's The Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah, I missed this one as a kid. And I, I think I know I found the reason why it came out the same year as Home Alone 2. Oh, boy. And so I got a bit overshadowed at the mm-hmm. at the box office. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, Muppets, I, to me, it's one of the, the best, if not the best Muppet movie um, until the 2011 one. More recent ones. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, It's got the warm fuzzies, catchy songs. Oh, yeah. Fantastic songs. Just wonderful uh, little hidden things where if you watch it the next time, maybe you see the penguins in the background doing something funny <laughs> or a little yappy dog or something. And just the, the the sheer expanse of it, like the when the rats do the little Hawaiian number. Oh, and yeah. it's like they, they came up with all these crazy costumes just with like the one throwaway little joke. It seems like they did a lot of ones one shots. Uh, scenes too, where they mm. they continuously shoot one scene and go through the whole town, showing no you know puppeteers. <laughs> yeah. Everything's perfect. And I also read that um, Michael Caine, who the, plays Scrooge, who plays Scrooge, decided to go out the roles if he was really playing a, a serious portrayal of Scrooge on the stage or whatever. And so he, he decided he's, you know, he's not going to do the wink, wink cameo type appearance that most big stars in these Muppet movies do, uh-huh. that he's just going to play it straight and, and just talk to the Muppets as if there are any other, you know. <laughs> that's incredible. I think that's what makes this movie so great then. Yeah. That, he he looks the, the way he looks Sam Eagle in, <laughs> and uh, and the, the ghost of Christmas present, the, the bearded guy. Mm-hmm. And, it's like I don't know. There's a there's a real uh, chemistry between Michael Caine and the Muppets mm-hmm. that, that I really like, and I think it adds to the overall heartwarmingness of it. And this is such a family friendly film. I mean, everything about it is just wonderful for adults and kids alike. Yeah, it's got it's got your emotion and it gets a little Comedy. scary. Yeah, it's it's got it all. I think the actual Dickens book is is kind of supposed to be scary, like really scary for its time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's frightening when three ghosts come after you <laughs> to teach you a lesson. To teach you a lesson, Because yes. <laughs> <laughs> nothing says the holidays like teaching you a lesson. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Victorian England. <laughs> Gotta scare ya. <laughs> well, so um, I, that, that's it. That's our list of Christmas films. I hope you guys enjoyed listening, and I hope that you all tune in to your favorite Christmas movies of your own, whether you agree with us or not on our good or lousy uh, predictions. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you find your own heartwarming Christmas story to really fall in love with and enjoy with your family and friends during the holidays. And I hope you find a rad, funny movie to be able to tune everybody out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's what Christmas is all about. Yay! (laughs) Wishing you all a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Holidays. All that jazz. Enjoy. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to theogeenscene.com. Oh, and special thanks to IMDB for all these great stats. For more awesome stories, be sure to check us out at ogeenscene.com and you could find us on social media we're on facebook as nothing much 
and we're on Instagram as Mr. and Mrs. Nothing. Thanks again for listening to the Olgeen Scene.com podcast. Take care. Merry Christmas.